You're listening to A Sunday Kind of Love, a podcast best listened to on a cozy Sunday afternoon, curated with love and deep intention, sessions to expand and pull you closer to who you are and what you deeply crave. It's time to live a life that is meaningful, full of purpose, and feels just right. It's up to us. It's up to us. Welcome to A Sunday Kind of Love with your host, me, Stephanie Johnston. How are you? How are you feeling? How was your week? So today's topic is a very broad topic. I realized that when I sat down to this microphone for the first time, and I just really felt all over the place. And luckily enough, my wonderful producer Tosh just happens to have a sauna in the very next room to where I'm recording. And she said, don't worry about it. Take your notes into the sauna, just reflect, get in the zone, and you'll feel better. And was she ever right? (laughs) So, so much gratitude for that. I also just put on my lavender roller from Aveda, which is called Stress Fix. And I have my Palo Santo that I just lit. So the smoke is very grounding and cleansing. So let's just say I'm feeling really good, even though this topic is so broad. And this topic is different for every single person, because we're all going through different things. We all have different situations, different scenarios. So take what you can from this. I hope you find something in it that blesses your life. It's a big, big topic, and I feel like I'm just going to focus on a few parts of self-care rituals, and there's so many different extensions that we'll be covering throughout this whole podcasting series. And good news, I decided to do it every week. So originally, I was going to do these podcasts twice a month, and I'm switching that to come in and do these every week. And no, it's not because Tosh has a sauna in her home. (laughs) Okay, on to this episode. Why self-care rituals, first of all? And my opinion for that is self-care rituals are so needed because they provide deep peace and wellness in our lives. How do we tap into these self-care rituals? Well, like I said, everyone has a different thing they need, only you know. But in my experience, the way I enjoy self-care rituals is the best way to describe it is intentional moments that embody one or all of the senses Um, and it's time away. So all of the senses, meaning smell, touch, taste, or sound. Self-care is never a selfish act. It is simply good stewardship of the only gift I have, the gift I was put on earth to offer others. Anytime we can listen to true self and give the care it requires, we do it not only for ourselves, but for the many others whose lives we touch. A beautiful quote by Parker Palmer.
So in this episode, I'm going to narrow down self-care rituals into four topics. The first one being finding special places where we can feel that peace. The second being body love. Just a little touch on that. I think that will come with a full episode someday. Something I actually need as well. Home. So setting it up so that self-care is an everyday experience and setting up new habits. So the fourth category is new habits, noticing what drains us and what we could do better. And also, I do want to throw a disclaimer in. All of the things I talk about are things that I've found because I too struggle. Like we are all humans and we're all going through this together. And that I think is my biggest fear about starting a podcast is that I may come across as I have my shit together, but I really don't. We all are going through the same battles. And uh, I just love sharing what has helped me. So self-love rituals may be totally different for you, and that is totally okay. It's whatever just feels right. So as I was in the sauna, I wrote down a few things of the feeling I get, like some of the things I do to get that feeling that I'm trying to get you to feel in your life when you're doing your deep self-care rituals. So try to envision yourself feeling these feelings. So the first one being... Swimming in the cold Atlantic Ocean, we are on the East Coast here in Canada. So swimming in the cold Atlantic Ocean and then getting out of the ocean, running up to your towel or your beach blanket and just feeling that hot sun, literally taking the water droplets off your skin, like without even needing a towel. So that feeling of laying in the sun with a book or just with your eyes shut after a nice, cold, invigorating dip in the ocean. To me, that is a beautiful moment. Closing the laptop. When you've realized that you've been work, 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 and you've kind of gotten into this space where you really need some fresh air, recognizing it, closing the laptop, and that feeling you get when you go outside and you feel the air on your face, or you even notice the weather, whatever it is. Eating nourishing foods, indulging in decadent foods, going for a drive with the windows down, and my favorite, (laughs) going to the spa. So I'm going to start with the spa because that is definitely one of my special places that I find I love to check in with myself. I live a very, very busy life. I'm sure not unlike any of you. My spa time is very, very important to me and I schedule it in. So every time I go to the spa, I go see the same esthetician and I book every six to eight weeks on the regular. How did you feel when I said that? When I said that I go to the spa every six to eight weeks, did you think, wow, that's selfish or wow, I wish I could afford that or what did you think? Because I want to tell you what that trip to the spa cost me. It cost me $2.80 a day, if I break it down by the day. And for that $2.80, I literally get one of the happiest feelings that I can achieve. So my trip to the, the spa includes, I show up early for my appointment. They check me in. They give me my towel and my robe. I help myself to a nice coffee. I bring my journal and my pen 
I head into the hot tub. I also swim in the pool, usually the places to myself. Last night I went and it was March break and that was not the case. Usually I have the whole pool area to myself. And then when it's time for my appointment, I go and I enjoy an hour and a half facial with my esthetician who just literally gives me the feeling that I'm a queen. She just puts so much love and passion into her job. And it's my place that I can go and literally exhale. So deep breath in, long breath out. Again, deep breath in. Long breath out. Do you feel that? That's what I get when I go there. Now, my obsession for spas. <laughs> I think that I can recall the very first time I went to a spa and really fell in love. One of my friends, Sophie, she took me for my birthday when I was in my early 20s. And we had a day at the spa. And I just, I, re I still remember how good it felt to be in the robes and like just being pampered and it was just so great. And I think since then, I knew I loved it. But it wasn't until I think about two years ago, that I decided to regularly treat myself to it. And that is a funny question. Why is it that something that lights you up so much, we think we don't have space or money or time for it? Because really, that $2.80 a day that I spend, man, I could spend that on coffees, like I could spend that on subscriptions that I don't use. Maybe if we made some choices to prioritize what matters, we could actually have space in it, right? Like another thing that I've been wanting to do is I've been feeling the call for hiring a housekeeper, but it's like, oh, someday, someday, someday. This is a little bit off the topic of self-love rituals, but just to put it into perspective, I know people who have house cleaners and they literally charge $30 for a cleaning session. And it's just like, well, man, what would that free up in my life? So it's really about taking that self agency and looking at our lives and finding out where can I show up better? Where can I take care of what I need, alter the way I feel? And secondly, our body. So self care rituals for body some of the things that I've been doing lately that I really love is I have my daily greens that I drink. It looks like swamp water, <laughs> but it sure does the opposite. It really, it's full of so many antioxidants and really good things for me. And I crave it because I know it's so good for me. And along those same lines, like hydrating, drinking a lot of water and making nourishing choices for my body, thinking about the fuel of it. That's something I've, I've struggled with my whole life is I sometimes forget to eat or I used to work in the service industry. So I got into the nasty habit of just eating from restaurants every day and things like that. So I'm really trying to focus on the self-care ritual of, you know, meal prepping on Sundays and giving myself healthy choices most of the time. And then not beating myself up when I do enjoy, you know, some sweets or whatever. I definitely am not anywhere near perfect, but I notice those little tweaks I've been doing and like taking vitamins. And the big one is getting sleep. I've noticed that I 
sometimes forget that I require rest. And I feel like everyone who's listening, good chance you're the same. We need rest. So if you're ever feeling depressed or you're feeling low and gloomy, if you don't have any commitments, try going to sleep. Even if it's 6 o'clock or 7 o'clock p.m., just try going to sleep. I did that this summer. I was really kind of in a funk and I'm like, I have no energy. Like, what's going on? And I literally went to sleep really early and woke up feeling amazing as if I were on vacation. (laughs) And then I did the math and I was like, wow, I haven't been giving myself a lot of sleep. And unfortunately, that pattern does keep showing up in my life. So at the end of this little session, we're going to all be doing some commitments to ourselves, some new practices we're committing to, and that's definitely going to be one of mine. So I'll get back to that later. A third element to this is setting up our home so that self-care is an everyday experience. So maybe checking yourself into a spa on the regular is not appealing to you. But maybe if you can bring those spa elements home, that's a good idea. I, myself, everybody who's very close to me, they know that I am literally, I guess I would say, a spa junkie. <laughs> Let me just put this into perspective. For Christmas, my gifts that I, I received from my loving family, it was very spa themed. And I just loved the fact that They're so intentional in their gift giving like that. It's just so beautiful to me. So what I received for Christmas, I received not only one, but two heating pads. So one from my sister, one from my mom. I received a gift certificate to Yusfa Spa Nordic. I think that was from my dad. Um, I received bath oils and things like that from my boyfriend. Like it was literally a self-love Christmas. (laughs) But all of those elements you can receive or you can slowly build to bring into your home to set up your home as self-care. I hope I'm getting the point across. I just want to walk you through my home and some of the things that I experience daily, okay? So I'm just shutting my eyes as I talk. You open my door, my front door, and I have some chalk paint on one of my beams on a vertical beam, and it says, Space, Home, Sanctuary. That is the intention of my whole home. You walk in and always smells like essential oils. My living room is full of cozy lighting, pillows, and comfortable blankets, plush rugs. My bathroom has the natural soaps that have essential oils in them, I kind of decorate spa-like as well. Like I have wooden carvings and things like that. I have a lot of Buddhas because they remind me of peace and travel. But my aesthetic is very, very minimal. You walk into my kitchen and it's just kind of like a slate backsplash, very serene and calming. The walls are like a beige and there's not a lot of clutter. Well, we are in renovations right now, but typically there's not a lot of clutter. It is serene. That's like my number one. I want to feel when I walk into my home that it's like, ah, my place. This is my place. This is what I work hard for. This is what makes me happy. And then if you go up the stairs, I have a studio. 
well, it's not really a studio. It's a room that I basically have for movement. So I have two meditation pillows in there. I have a yoga mat and my speaker because it's my place where if I really want to dance and move my body, that's where I'll do it. My office has been a mess. And that is a self-care ritual that I'm starting to incorporate is I really want to up level in my business. So I really want to take care of all of those loose ends. So I've been decluttering my office, getting rid of old paperwork and just like setting up systems and streamlining. And that feels amazing. But my office desk, I want it to be super clutter free and just intentional. Walk into my bedroom, same thing. I should say our bedroom, my poor boyfriend. I say my, my, my. I really include him in everything. <laughs> you know, grateful for you, Tyson. But walk into our bedroom and I have two bathrobes that I have hung up and they always smell like peppermint oil because it reminds me of the spa. Our bed, it's a king-size bed because to me that feels like a hotel. We have nice bedding. We have like pillows that can prop you up if you want to read or my favorite if I want to watch Netflix in bed. I actually have this bed tray that my sister purchased me for my birthday last summer and it really is like having room service at home. There's nothing better than preparing snacks or dinner and bringing it up to my bed, propping myself on the pillows and watching Netflix. And even better if I stay away from my phone something I need to work on. Yeah. And my spare bedroom is set up the same way. I have it so that whoever comes to spend the night feels like, whew, I feel recharged. I feel rejuvenated, right? So natural shampoos, bath oils, plush towels. I have the sleeping masks from Sage that say sleep is the best meditation. That's another thing I forgot that I do have in my bedroom is I have the sleeping oils that I really love. Lately, I've been using the one by Aveda. It's the Stress Fix Lavender, which I've noticed really does make me, the minute I shut my eyes, I'm asleep. So that is great. And I also have something that my mom gave me and it's um, from Sage. It's their Sleep Well Remedy. And it's a mixture of valerian root, chamomile, and lavender. So it's basically, how can we create that sanctuary in our home to give ourselves that feeling of deep peace and wellness? So now I'd like you, if you are sitting at home on your couch or in your bed or wherever you may be, if you're just sitting in peace listening to this and you have your journals out, I'd love you to get them out. And if you're out walking or driving or anything like that, don't worry about getting these questions down. I'll put them in the show notes, but I really do hope that you answer them later because I think they can really help out. So here we go. The feeling we're looking for here as we're going to be diving into these journal questions is we want to find that blank space, time to release the pressure or worry in our lives and find that pause. When we feel happiness, we feel happy, it radiates our light to other people. Other people are happy. It's an energy thing. 
So, the pens, get them out. So I first want you to write how you felt when I said that I went to the spa regularly. Does that seem like something you'd enjoy to do? Or would you prefer maybe checking yourself into a hotel room, getting a babysitter for the kids possibly, um, maybe you and your girlfriends getting a hotel room together to watch movies in bed with your robes, or just yourself to write, to read. So what is a place that you could anchor into? So spa, beach, bed and breakfast, a retreat. What are some things that you would enjoy incorporating into your life? And after you've done that, figure out the dollar amount for that goal. And if you need to, see what you're going to stop spending on to make room for these restorative activities. Because it's really good for our health, it's good for the people in our lives, and it's really good for our nervous system. We're really, you know, we're stretched in many different ways these days, so very, very important. All right, my next question. On a scale of one to 10, so one is being calm, deep, deep, deep calm. And 10 is very overwhelmed. Where are you on the scale? Awareness is the first step. And next, if you're not driving, I want you to shut your eyes and envision a time where you felt deep peace and write, write it out. Remember all of the elements. Where were you? What were you doing? What were the smells in the air? You know, try to incorporate all of the senses in that. And I'll read a quote by Mary Catherine Bateson. It says, self-care should include the cold shower as well as the scented tub. Now would be a good time for me to merge into my love of Nordic spas. I think that they are deeply healing. So I host my seasonal retreats, my Desire Map retreats at a rustic Nordic spa just past Shediak. It has a hot tub, a sauna, a wood stove, and a cold shower. And there are other Nordic spas around in most cities, and they are just absolute bliss. They are my favorite place. So I'm just going to explain a little bit what they are. It's actually the place where I did a lot of my business envisioning when I lived in BC. There's a place in Whistler. It's called Village Scandinav, and it is literally my favorite place on earth. A Nordic spa, the premise of it is it's hot, cold, relax, hot, cold, relax, hot, cold, relax, and it's in silence. So it's a silent spa. You show up in your bathing suit and they always have a nice plush robe for you and towels and most times hot tea. So you leave your phone in your locker. You leave your worries at the door. 
I love to bring a book or a journal and a bag to carry it around. And I literally spend probably eight hours a day when I do check into a Nordic spa. I love Nordic spas. Okay, so hot is sauna or hot tub. Cold is the cold plunge pools where you literally walk into the cold plunge for 30 seconds or a cold shower, or you could roll around in the snow. And then the 15 minutes of relax is you are either sitting by a fireplace or sitting by an outdoor fire in your rope. There's hammock chairs, there's um, lounge chairs, and you just relax. So you can either relax and just shut your eyes and bliss out, or you can read or write, just do what feels good. And it's really great because there's no talking either. So You're not getting caught up in small talk or anything like that. The hot, cold, relax, hot, cold, relax. It's so good and calming and it's also really good for your body. So super good for circulation, really good for um, your skin and your emotions and everything else. If you go eight times, so that round, hot, cold, relax, if you go that circle eight times, you reach the state of euphoria. So in closing, I just want us all to find those moments of self-care rituals, whether it be journaling to ourselves or having a really nice hot bath. Just give yourself that time and space. I realize many of my listeners are moms and I'm not a mom. So maybe my talk on these self-care rituals might sound so like out of this world because I know as a mom, there's so many commitments and But I think when you have so many commitments, that's when you really need it. So I went out on my Facebook and I refreshed a feed that I had. I had posted this question in my Facebook group. It was two years ago before I did a talk for the Adoption Agency of New Brunswick. And it was a talk on self-love and self-care for new parents. And because I am not a mom, I was a little bit like, okay, I need to get that external perspective of how it feels to be a parent, right? And so I just asked a quick question on my Facebook page. And I said, Mama's out there. Do you think self love is important? And what are some things that you do for your own self love and self care? And you wouldn't believe the responses I got. I got so many comments, probably more than any post I've ever posted. And it was all mamas who were like, this is such an important topic. This is so needed. I wish I had known about this, how serious it was before I burnt out. And they just flooded my feed with all of the things that they do for self-love rituals, for self-care rituals. Some of them, um, I should have the list here, but if you want the list, please let me know. I'll kind of break down some of my favorites and email them to you. Just reach out. But I remember some of common ones and they were just to still do what makes you happy. You can bring your kids along for it. Sleep was a really big one. Sleep, sleep, sleep. It's okay to nap when the baby naps. In fact, it's healing to nap when the baby naps. Turn the guilt off and you're doing great. But the big premise of it was, was bath time is great. Self-love is needed and make space for it. Okay, so to close this off, I want to talk about some new practices that I am committing to this week because I'm on this journey and I love that my podcast is 
about self-love because it's what I've been dealing with my whole life. For some reason, even though I come from the most amazing family, I couldn't be luckier. I still struggle with this inner critic, I guess. I still struggle with accepting and loving myself. I remember I went to a workshop with my parents in New York, in the Catskill Mountains. It was such a wonderful time. It was called Enlightened Warrior Training Camp by T. Harv Ecker. What an eye-opening experience. And one of the practices they had us do was bring our, a picture of when we were kids. So we didn't know why we were bringing it, but we brought it. And when the session happened, I think it was about four or five days in, they had us get out our picture and look into our eyes and just, you know, kind of think of all of the negative self-talk that we say to ourselves on a regular basis and look into that picture and see that innocent, sweet child. It was really eye-opening. Like, I was an adult when I went to this camp with my parents, young adult, but seeing a picture of myself as a child and all of the things I say to myself, like, we do say some mean things to ourselves. We are our worst enemies. We're our worst critics. And we can change that. So what I am committing to this week, I'm going to commit to affirmations in the mirror. This is something that Louise Hay teaches and something I've been wanting to do for a long time. So I'm going to commit to you right now that I'm doing affirmations in the mirror this week. I'm going to start that practice. And the other one I'm going to do is I'm going to continue the process of Marie Kondoing my home. So I am currently minimizing and turning it all into just beautiful intentions. So, you know, my lounge pants aren't the ones with a hole in them anymore. They're going to be the softest material and they fit just right. But I'm going to get rid of all of those ones that don't really fit. Um, you know, that's an example so Marie Kondo, I'm sure you love her. I know I love her. She's all about self-care and bringing that home. And lastly, the most important one is I am committing to replacing my iPhone for my alarm clock. I'm going to get a portable alarm clock and use that because I have this nasty habit of being on my phone first thing in the morning and right before bed at night. And that that is not an act of self-care. So there you go. And please, when you listen to this, I would absolutely love it if you would screenshot yourself listening to it and maybe even share it in your stories and tell me what are you committing to this week? What is it that you're committing to? Let's do this journey together. And if you do that, you will be entered to win your choice of the three workshops I have coming up with Sage Natural Wellness in Moncton. So we have the first one coming up on March 15th, which is creating sacred space at home. We have another one, which is morning rituals and evening rituals. So if you share in your Instagram stories, tag Sage Wellness and tag either the Goddess Gatherings or a Sunday Kind of Love podcast, just so I see it you will be entered to win one of those tickets. And I'll be contacting the winner for that prize on Wednesday the 11th. So get your entries in. That is it for now. Wishing you a very intentional week and I will see you next Sunday. Bye for now. If you'd like to help me grow, 
you can leave me a rating on whatever platform you're listening to or share it with someone who needs it. And you can find me at thegoddessgatherings.ca. This podcast was produced by Tosh Taylor of the Podcast Hub Productions. Find her online at podcasthub.ca.